Welcome to the Colander Medical Radio Show with Dr. Brian Colander, MD. Dr. Colander is a board-certified internal medicine physician who specializes in the assessment and treatment of artery disease. His medical practice is dedicated to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are going to be talking to Dr. Colander about his unique personalized concierge practice and his plans for revolutionizing healthcare. His vision focuses on preventing the events that lead to all the catastrophic diseases. Dr. Colander will explain to us about how and why we develop chronic systemic disease and the course we ought to take to prevent it. To find out more about how to avoid diabetes, Alzheimer's, heart attack and stroke, stay tuned and we'll be right back after this short break. Welcome to another edition of the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is here with us talking about his personalized concierge practice and explaining the model of the relationship you want to have with your primary care physician. He'll also tell us about the simple tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're encouraging you to call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. Dr. Colander, as always, welcome back to your very informative show. Let's talk about the sweepstakes that you had a few weeks ago where you offered a certain number of callers to call in and come and get the CIMT, and they all came to your clinic. And in your own benevolence, you did it at no charge, took, it, took the test, did the test for them. And one particular patient stood out. Tell us about that patient. Well, thanks, Anne-Marie. So uh, this patient, um, you know, we didn't even prep him before the show. He just heard that we were giving results on other people who were there that day getting their CIMTs for free. And so he called because he's already on the radio and said, hey, where's my results? And, um, you know, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of how I like it actually, which is reviewing the results with the patients somewhat spontaneously. So when my patients come in for their physicals, they get their labs, they get their images, and I kind of look at them just to make sure there's nothing horrible that I need to do something about that minute. But then I really review the results in real time with the person because I want to have a genuine reaction when I'm reviewing it. I think it carries over better. And also, I'm talking through my thought process with the patient. And if I've already thoroughly reviewed it, I kind of already know what I'm going to say, and it's a little more prepared. And this way, they get to hear my hems and haws and the the thoughts of why I would do this or that. And I like to think that's a little more educational and real. So for the most part, we were reviewing these CIMTs that way, especially this person who called. Mm-hmm. So this was the worst person's, meaning he had the highest risk result. And astute listeners will realize that a, that a high-risk person does not mean that they had a severely blocked artery, but that they had a severely elevated intima media thickness reading. 
whereas plaque burden or thickness or flow means nothing to me, unless, of course, you are very severely blocked. But short of that, medical management is always the option. Even if you do have critical stenosis, medical management is should be your first choice if you don't have symptoms. So I actually talked to this person twice, you know, once on the air, and then he called the office to talk to me again. So, um, you know, he was someone who And you took the call. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's kind of amazing that you as a physician took the call. That just doesn't happen anymore. That's back in the Stone Age when doctors, you could talk to them directly or if you called their office. There is no such thing as calling a doctor's office in this day and age and getting to talk to the doctor. Well, and to be fair, the only reason, again, he did a test in our office, so I talked to him. He, he, you know, he still could have gotten passed off to a PA or a front desk well, we person. Well, right, we don't have any of those people. I understand. But. You you get the real thing when we call your office. Yeah. Okay, so let's proceed. So it turns out, and again, we talked about this on the air, but we just didn't have the time to get into it. Um the way we did on the phone after. It turns out that he had a history of an irregular heartbeat. He had a slow heart rate that was found kind of accidentally, and it led to him having a pacemaker. How old was this patient? I want to say early 60s. Mm-hmm. Again, he's not a patient officially. No, I understand. So he's, I don't he's a have patient his of whole, healthcare in this country. Right. I he's don't have his patient, whole story. Just not yours, but go ahead. Right. So I don't have his whole story. So, um, he then told me that he had an extensive cardiac evaluation. He saw multiple cardiologists in the process of his arrhythmia, irregular heart rate workup and treatment. And he was astounded that I'm the first one telling him he had plaque. Um, and he was on no real treatment. Um, other than for his irregular heart rate, which was uh, some blood pressure pills, heart rate pills, and and uh, his pacemaker, that all these cardiologists did not tell me he had plaque, and I'm the first one to tell him. He could not believe it. And I want to be honest, Anne-Marie, I can't believe that a listener of this show is asking those questions. Like, I shouldn't be totally surprised because I've got to educate my patients every time they come in because I'm using new terms and new concepts that go totally against everything they've ever heard. But a regular listener who knew enough to call and jump on the CIMT and and he made one of the few calls because we didn't have that many spots should be surprised that within the traditional system, even within a cardiologist and multiple cardiologists weren't able to tell him what his risk was is no surprise to me yet. I'm just still shocked that listeners are surprised that the system does not allow them that knowledge. It's the God complex, I want to tell you. It's the fact that when they go in and see someone with a white coat on and a stethoscope around his neck and the words MD after his name that they think, this guy knows everything, I just need to shut up and listen. Let's follow up on this on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show, and if you are interested in finding out more about today's topic, or why you ought to be engaging with the concierge practice, please call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on 760 WJR.
Welcome back to the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is here with us talking about his personalized concierge practice and explaining the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He'll also tell us about the simple tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're asking you to call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. Dr. Colander, we're talking today about a patient who was fortunate enough to participate in your sweepstakes, get, come in, get a CIMT, wasn't your regular patient. And here we're talking about the disaster of how he fell through the cracks, his screening by at least two cardiologists failed him, um, and who knows about how many doctors he had in his bailiwick before he finally wandered into your clinic. And how, how does this happen? I mean, we talk about the compartmentalization of medicine, but patients are generally trying to hopefully find a way out of the woods or to stay out of the woods, and they're trusting their doctors because, as I said before the break, it is the God complex, and they just trust if they walk through that door and they see that white coat, whatever they're being told, they think, I'm okay if my doctor says I'm okay. Because nobody knows any better, including the doctors. Well, that's they really only, bad. It is terrible because all they know, again, this is, this is a structural problem. Everybody knows that the healthcare system is broken, that there's problems. And here we are telling you exactly what's wrong with it, yet you still will listen to your doctor who doesn't understand how to really treat you and your specialists who don't understand how to treat you. And you're listening to the show, all you listeners, because this person who's shocked is a listener yet still can't get past the point that his cardiologist did not identify him as being at high risk despite multiple hands-on visits over a cardiology problem. What's the failure in screening in the average cardiology office? 100%. But I mean, why? What is it that they're not doing? They're screening you for surgery. So if, if you do not have a blockage that is open to procedure, when I mean open, indicated, has an FDA-approved Blue Cross-covered indication for surgery, you're not in their interest. They're, they're going to give you the standard process, which is be on a statin, treat your blood pressure if you have high blood pressure, see your endocrinologist if you have diabetes, and I'll see you next year to screen you for an operation again. The idea that people die from another process other than blockage is beyond all of their knowledge. And even if they know it and understand it, they don't understand how to stop it because they're not getting paid to stop it. They're getting paid to do exactly what they're doing, which is operate, put a stent in when there's a blockage or treat you after you've had a heart attack, assuming you didn't die. So if you're a listener and you've been told you're okay by your doctor and your cardiologist, guess what? It means nothing because it, mean, it meant nothing to this guy who came in for a CIMT. Now, he's still alive, but we identified him as a high-risk person when he was 
told nothing about this by multiple cardiologists. As you're talking, I'm thinking about the CDC report of last year for 700,000 deaths from uh, cardiac disease, and so many of them, the Widowmaker, the instantaneous death. And I'm wondering what the percentage of those deaths were patients. We're talking 700,000 in this country where they have the technology to be able to screen for and diagnose heart disease before it becomes deadly. How many of these doctors are deficient in um, giving, giving the patients the correct care? 99%. I mean, there's not that many of people like me in this area. There's not that many people like me in any given area in any place in the country. There well, might that's be because a, you're a specialist in prevention. You believe in well, stopping I, the disease before it starts. I mean, this is my own specialty. I'm, I'm making it up. Right. You know, I'm choosing to practice this way. And again, I'm, you know, I'm imploring the listeners who, one of your kind who listen to the show, who still believes he's okay because his cardiologist said so, had one of our tests that identified him at high risk. And you, any one of you could be this person with these numbers. So to, the numbers are about five out of a thousand, which is a pretty big number, you know, in a population are at risk for heart attack or stroke in this country, whether it means you're going to die or, or survive. So, you know, we keep quoting and the numbers going up. So we started at 650, now we're 750. If you add stroke deaths, you know, we're at about 870,000 deaths from preventable cardiovascular disease. There's 1.5 million events a year. So another 650,000 have a heart attack or stroke that survive that are dealing with the complications of that event. And even if they have it, no one's taking the extra steps to manage it. As you're talking, I'm just thinking about the practice of interventional cardiology in the hospitals. Both of those um, entities stand to make a lot of money when you have a heart attack. Uh, and you become it becomes necessary to put a stent in. I am, and, and this is all about profit. Yeah, this is well, all about making money. As you know, Anne-Marie, if I have my way, we're going to end that whole, right. that whole profession. Mm -hmm. You know, there just won't be a need for interventional cardiologists. Now, granted, enough of you are sick, but over time, we can get this country healthy, and just the idea of needing a stent goes away. And, you know, it might take 10, 20 years, but still, uh, you know, if some doctor is coming out of school, decides they're going to be an interventional cardiologist, I, unfortunately, they made a bad choice. Well, here's what I think is interesting. I think that there's been a lot of propagandization in this country of that the stent has become the lifesaver as opposed to preventing the disease. Because we hear so much about people who have had an incident a cardiac incident, they've been taken to the hospital and they've been, wow, saved. And they were saved because an interventional cardiologist inserted a stent and then they're out, they're home, they're back, they're up and working and we go, wow. A stent then becomes, you know, propagandized as being, this is, this is what the lifesaver is. Instead of looking at, how about the lifesaver being, don't get the disease in the first place? 
Well, no one gets paid for prevention today, and that's a problem. And you're 100% right, but right now no one gets paid. And that's what's wrong with our healthcare system. Uh, and so there's very few of you in the country, and again, I'm going to say that our listenership is lucky to have us. You know that you've oh, got a, no doubt about it. you've got a chance to hear how to really find your way in the system, and even so, many of you are not listening. You don't want to believe. You don't want you don't want to say, "Well, my doctor doesn't really know what he's talking about when he doesn't." When it comes to prevention, that the information you get at your visit is useless, and when you go over your lipids and your sugar and your EKG, and you're told, hey, you look good, you're okay, even if you have a stress test, you pass it, none of that means anything at all. You could die the next day, and the numbers are big. I mean, these are, again, it might sound like, well, it's five out of a 1,000, but you take those odds on the lottery all day long. I mean, that's a real chance of winning the lottery. Well, you have a real chance of dropping dead. I think patients in this country since and COVID moved it along rather rapidly have become intimidated into accepting the fact that it's so hard to get in to see a doctor. We have to wait so long to get to see a specialist and it's telemedicine and the best and the worst of it means that you're lucky if you get in the door to see anyone. Let's come back and talk more about this on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show and if you are interested in finding out more about today's topic, or why you ought to be engaging with a concierge practice, please call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Collender is here with us explaining his personalized concierge practice and telling us about the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He'll also talk about the tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're asking you to call Dr. Collender directly at 866-COLLENDER. Again, that number is... 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. Dr. Collender, coming back over the break, we were talking for a few minutes, and my perspective is, as a person in the population, patient population out there, I'm here to tell you it is extremely hard to get an appointment with a specialist, period. You make a phone call, come and see us in three, four, five, six months. That's how long you're going to have to wait, whether it's an OB-GYN, an ophthalmologist, a cardiologist, whatever. So you get referred up to a specialist and then you're playing the waiting game. And when you get there, you go into a waiting room where there's 50 other people waiting and your number comes up. And you're lucky if it's going to be bumped up from telemedicine. And I think COVID put the final stamp of approval on this. And I really feel that the average American out there listening, the, the average patient population is quite honestly deathly afraid because it's slim pickings. You know, the delivery of healthcare has gotten worse. It's not gotten any better. And the fact that the insurance companies have annihilated the possibility of covering all of the tests, not some of them, but all of them that can detect heart disease and help to 
you know, help a patient to stop it from happening is just reprehensible. Well, access was always a disaster, and then COVID made it okay to not have access. And now urgent cares are popping up like at every corner. That's another massive problem with PAs running the urgent cares. Massive, well, massive problem. But people think it's okay to go into some random storefront to see some random caregiver of an unknown you know, title to give you care who knows nothing about you. Now, there are some better than other urgent care facilities, and, and that's who I send. Okay, well, we're, they're not paying for, for advertising. I understand, but they're but slim and slow. There's, there's a cup. There's, you know, in our area, there's a couple, and that's who I send people to if I have to. But they, but that's you're talking about people who know you, who call you, and they get referred out. Or they get well, the, really, my patients call me. They don't get referred anywhere. I take care of I them. I understand. But, but they still need uh, whatever. You know, there's, there is a place around here for the other people that's decent. And, but the rest of them... Did you know that Beaumont doesn't own these urgent cares that are being popped up all over the all over Metro Detroit? Are you talking about the ones that say Beaumont, Beaumont facility? Home, yeah, on Beaumont the Home Care. Uh, really? Beaumont, what is it? Urgent, urgent care. No, they've been outsourced. Someone bought the name and it's being licensed. Wow. Now they might be connected to the Beaumont system, and the results are on the Beaumont Epic electronic health record. But that's not a company that Beaumont owns. They've licensed the name. You don't know who you're seeing. You're not seeing a Beaumont doctor when you go in. Not that that means anything anymore. Wow. No, that's like blockbuster. I feel like I need to stop the show here. That Are you kidding me? I mean, you're, you're driving up and down the street and you see Beaumont Urgent Care that automatically, with the fantastic job that Beaumont did of do you have a Beaumont doctor and of, you know, making their name top of the list. So therefore, they've they've managed to make their brand top of the drawer. Like everybody thinks they're top drawer care. We all know that's not the case anymore. Well, we all know who are the inner inner circle people know, but the average patient. Well, anyway, you know, the bottom line, well, let's get back to where we are, which is people accept the lowest bar of treatment. And when the system decides that they can lower the bar further, People still accept the lowest. As opposed to what does the average patient out there, what choice do they have? Well, this is the problem. When, when the system has, has, when the population care that we've been carrying on about for three years and recognizing that pe- the doctors you can't get in, you know, what someone told me is we go to urgent care is because I don't like my PCP anymore. And the reason you don't like your PCP is because the system has turned them into a, you know, a, a, a patient mill, a widget factory. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be in the widget factory. So you to go to an unknown doctor when you're sick who doesn't know anything about you to take care of you instead of the person who does. But that person can't see you when you're sick because they've already been overrun. And that is what's going on here. Urgent care, you're not going to see an unknown doctor. You're going in to see an unknown PA 90% of the time, and that's it, a fact. It's, but people that's still... That's not debatable. People they don't still, know any better. What do you mean people well, still? They see the name. It's all about advertising. They're driving down Woodward Avenue, and they see Beaumont Urgent Care, 
And right away, the word Bowman jumps out. They're, this is the best of the best of the best. Number one. Number two, they walk in the door, they see someone with a white coat. Here's my doctor. And they're trusting that this is a board-certified specialist who's going to be able to really, truly take a look at me and give me a correct diagnosis. And it doesn't matter to the urgent care places if they give you a wrong diagnosis because ultimately you'll wind up in the hospital anyway or you'll wind up back with your PCP if you can get in. My question to you is, this is a mess, and what's the answer? There, okay, I don't, I don't, I'm speechless because I mean, there's no answer. You know, there's okay for the, the, all the people the that answer, are listening to the show. What, well, what do answers, they do? Well, what you've got to do is find someone who's not married to taking insurance, because that person has established a space for you to come in and spend time with them. And so we're back to the concept of it's important to find a concierge doctor. Not that, very important. It's huge. It's the, it's the answer and, to everything. And not every concierge doctor is practicing prevention. That's the that's that's the the catch. Is there are many concierge doctors who are just offering money for time mm -hmm. and they're not using this extra time to benefit you. They're still practicing, you know, traditional population medicine just at a slower pace and you can get in, which is very important based on our, this talk, that you can't even get into anybody. But well, you have to cross one bridge at a time. Yeah. And the one bridge is, right now, we're, we're, we're in a situation right now, accelerated by COVID, where we are in the worst possible shape we've ever been in in our lives. You cannot get in to see a specialist unless you want to wait until you die to get in. But trying to make an appointment is not going anywhere. And when you do get in, you've got your regular five minutes. And you don't even know where you're going from there. So all, all these people are walking back out. And yes, the doctors checked the box. So he's going to get paid for the visit and paid by Blue Cross for whatever, you know, prescription goes out the door to, for, for care out the door. But it's, it's inferior care. It's absolutely inferior. And what I want to say about a concierge practice that I see the value in any concierge, whether yours or somebody else's, is that at least your doctor is available 24-7. People don't necessarily get sick from 9 to 5. And they certainly get sick from Friday at 5 o'clock until Monday morning when the doctor's office opens up. And so having that access of being able to reach a doctor, call a doctor, have the doctor's cell phone number, and have that doctor talk to you. And I'm talking about the doctor now. I'm not talking about the front desk or the PA. I'm getting off my soapbox yeah, now. Yeah, well... The, 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 there's problems everywhere. The, the, every part of this is wrong. Everything we say that happens in the real world is wrong. Um, going to the ER because your doctor closed at 4.30 on Friday or, you know, because uh, you can't get a hold of them and the, you got to go to the ER if you have a problem. That's a total waste of time and money. Um, and, and we're still getting crap care. You're still getting no preventive information. You're getting no information about what your risk and health is. Mm -hmm. It's still just waiting for a diagnosis to do a treatment. And that's not prevention. That's reaction. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that people rely on going to the emergency room because that's not an answer. In the meantime, we'll have to come back and discuss this some more on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show. And if you're interested in finding out more about today's topic or why you ought to be engaging with a concierge practice, please call 
Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board-certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is here with us talking about his personalized concierge practice and explaining the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He'll also tell us about the simple tests that are necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're asking you to call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. Dr. Colander, you started talking about a patient who randomly availed themselves of your sweepstakes, came in, got the CIMT, and then started calling you back about being absolutely stunned by the fact that he was in bad shape and he'd been to all these doctors who didn't tell him he fell through the cracks. Well, again, I think we need to define what bad shape means. And bad shape doesn't mean that he's going to have a blockage that needs surgery. To me, bad shape means that the measurements that follow artery inflammation are very high. And inflammation leads to sudden events. And these are not data points that are being followed by anybody within the traditional healthcare system. And so when you go to see your employed doctor, your doctor who works for any hospital in the area, who works for a company that's you know, run by the hospital, they're not following these markers. They're following markers that don't work. Because this person, and like others we've talked about on the show, we've talked about patients that I have who've seen their cardiologist have a blood flow test. They're told that they will never have a heart issue should never be on a statin, yet I see them and identify their risk, that they do have plaque, that they do have an elevated markers that measure risk much better than anything that you have out there, and we're putting together programs to, to reduce that risk. So the fact that a regular listener came in, got the images, learned that he was at risk when he had multiple contacts with cardi- multiple cardiologists and no right. one ever told him he was at risk, still can't get over the fact that none of these cardiologists alerted him to this danger. He never asked me the question, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. It was just, how could they not have known? Well, how- because it's shocking. I mean, it's like you just, you put all your faith and trust in this doctor that you believe you're trusting, they're supposed to know their job. They're supposed to know what's out there, what's available, what tests are available. They're not supposed to have people falling through the cracks. You know, we all know the system is broken. And again, we talked about this the whole show. It's not just broken in that people can't get access to care. It's broken in that the care you're getting is faulty. You're getting the wrong kind of care. You're getting no idea of how to stop something from happening. And all that you get is treatment for a disease once it's developed. Right. And I, there's opportunity for years and years and decades to find the precursors of disease before they become symptomatic, before they become a diagnosis, and you can avert them. 
but you ask why, it's a matter of definition. It comes down to insurance will not cover anything unless you have a problem. A problem requires a diagnosis. Preventing a problem doesn't have a diagnosis, so it's so not screening covered. So screening is out of the question then? Yeah. Well, why are they covering screening for mammograms and pap smears and all those things and they're not covering screening for heart attacks and strokes? Well, there's dozens and dozens of cancers out there, and the only ones we screen for in women are breast cancer, cervical cancer, and colon cancer. And in smokers, you can screen for lung cancer, but it's a very finite window of opportunity to screen. And in men, we only screen for two out of these dozens and dozens of cancers. So, you know, to say, well, these are some things that are out there, well, big deal. You know, there's still all these other cancers that get diagnosed in stage three and four. Heart disease is still the number one killer of everything. So right. all cancers combined kill fewer people than heart disease. Mm -hmm. so, and, and if you add in death from stroke and you add in complications of survivors of heart disease and stroke, and they've got a lifelong expense and a lifelong journey of being a patient, mm -hmm. of being of having chronic illness that needs to be dealt with and managed, mm -hmm. it's very expensive, not just to the insurance company and Medicare, but to the person. They can't do the things that they want to do to enjoy life. Exactly. So, yeah, people die. And frankly, I hate to say it, your insurance company doesn't care that you died. Well, you know, obviously they, not, because they, they're not right. covering the, the tests they ought to be covering. Right. They make more money when you're sick. So, and, and so they're happy to have you survive a, an event. But, you know, because they keep making money on you. They just don't care. None of, nobody cares. This is just about money. And the whole system is based on who, how to get the most money, and none of it matters to any of them that you live, die, or are sick or not. So that's how our system is broken. It's not just about access to people that don't have insurance and Medicaid and people that don't have jobs. And, and if we focused on prevention, there'd be a lot of money freed up to give everybody the same level of care. It's very possible. Well, one thing I want to encourage all the listeners to do is please tune in to Dr. Collender's Thursday evening show following Mitch Album at 7 p.m. He is live, and that means you have the opportunity to call the doctor and talk to him directly about your particular issue that you have. And we are probably the only radio show, live radio show in the country that has this availability where a patient can call in from wherever you are in America and talk to Dr. Collender directly. So I don't know what the answer is, but obviously it, I, I feel as though it's incumbent upon all the listeners to be their own advocate. You say this on many shows. I mean, what, what, what can we do? There's nothing we can do. The system's broken, but nobody wants to die, and nobody wants to be handicapped, and nobody wants to have a heart attack or a stroke. Well, I'm going to quote your ad for me, which is <laughs> wake up. Right. You're hearing it every week. That's You're a right. regular listener. And when you get told you're okay and you believe it, that's your problem. Mm -hmm. If you're going to take that garbage recommendation and go, well, I must be okay. Doctor said I'm okay. Then, you know, and, and this has nothing to do with how much money you have and, and what your education is. I've got friends who go see their crap doctor 
who are, feel very good that he got, they got told they're okay. Well, we're all looking for reassurance and we're all hoping that we don't have a deadly disease. But what we don't realize is we're walking down the path towards the deadly disease and that the screening is out there but not being recommended. That's the problem. I mean, today, the opportunity to not ever have a heart attack or stroke really reduce your uh, exposure to Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and catch cancer on day one is here now. Yeah, technology is here. Someone it's absolutely to, here. I mean, to not avail yourself of that is foolish. It's right. just straight up foolish. And yeah, it costs a little money. But, but when guess we what? say little, we mean really little. Right. 100 dollars $300. It's very little. Well, I mean, it, it's more than that. I mean, to be well, fair. Well, the CIMT, but, let's well, say, is not that well, expensive. You, well, let's just say, whatever it is, you're alive. Right. And you're not dead. And you didn't have a heart attack. And you don't need your wife to wipe your butt. Exactly. Well said. And in, anyway, I hope that you all got some great information here. But unfortunately, we're out of time. And that wraps it up for the Colander Medical Radio Show on 760 WJR, sponsored by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and again, I want to thank Dr. Colander for talking to us about taking charge of our health, being proactive, avoiding heart attack and stroke, and more importantly, what you can do to halt or reverse the process of chronic degenerative disease. It's never too late to start. For more information on today's show or to learn more about how you can engage with a personal primary care concierge practice, you can call Colander Medical directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you've become more aware of your options in preventing and reversing disease. Once again, you can reach out to Colander Medical at 866-COLANDER. Thank you for listening. Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not those of Cumulus Media or WJR Radio.